Hey, what's the deal, y'all? It's Brian here again. I know it's been a minute since the last episode, but we're coming back a little stronger than, than we did before. On tonight's episode, I have my good homie Vicente Chente Bermudez. Uh, Vicente's a graduating senior majoring in Chicana Chicano Studies at Cal State Dominguez Hills. He's passionate about his interests, which include Mexican underground music, soccer culture, La Valame, and exploring his cultural roots that are in Tijuana, Zamora, Michoacán, and Ciudad de Mexico. And so I hope that y'all enjoy listening to this just as much as we enjoyed recording this and that y'all feel sort of some of the passions that, that we share for Mexican rap music. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, it's Brian back. I know it's been a minute, um, but grad school and life got sort of in the way of, of you know, this, this project and this idea. Um, but I am really excited. I know I say that for like every episode, but like, again, like I just know we're like really cool ass, dope ass people. Um, and so for tonight, uh, I have one of uh, my really good homies from Dominguez Hills. I know I said that a lot, but I just really, I'm telling you, I've met really dope ass people. Um, and so I have my, my homie Chente here uh, from Dominguez Hills. And if you want to um, introduce yourself, bro, you know what I'm saying? Give a little spill of, of who you are and, and what it is that, that you do right now. Yeah, all right. So my name's Chente, like Brian introduced me. I'm met him at CHS, Chicano Studies at DH. We came homies from there, and we just got along because of music and just kicking right. it. Yeah, and I, and I think, um, I mean, you know, we're in the middle of this whole pandemic and stuff. We've been at it for a year. Um, and so I think we're constantly um, hitting each other up about, like, you know, remember when we used to go to do this at Dominguez or do that or, or, or kick yeah. it, you know what I mean? And so I think that from those conversations um, and, again, bonding through music, um, I wanted to, you know, to, to have you hop on the on the podcast because I think that you have a really distinct sort of like take on like popular music or I mean like just music in general right but I think that your the way that you think about music is very different from the other folks that, that I've met right and um because yeah. if I'm if I recall correctly we actually became homies um right like through class but then like one time I saw you at the student union and we were like yeah I forgot who initiated it um but I think I've already seen a sticker, or can, can you tell me like what happened there? I, I we we I don't know how, but we started talking about Savino, okay. bro. It's Savino. It's Savino, yeah. And then we were like, all right, and then we started talking about different groups from there, okay. bro. And I was like, all right, this one knows the music, <laughs> and then that's how we right. make homies because of music. So I was like, all right, this one's gonna be my homie. Yeah, because I heard yeah, and that's what was it like? Spring of like twenty nineteen, right? Or, nah, nah, twenty eighteen, yeah, yeah, fall eighteen. Right, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I remember, um, you know, we talked about Sabino, and then you started putting me on, like, a bunch of other, like, artists, and you were like, check out, you know, Cartel, like, Son de Monterrey, like, Madres. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think at that point, también, like, my daily mix on Spotify, este, Trayal Jera, Charles Sanz, Aldarios, yeah, bro. Cartel, right? And, and I think for me, it was sort of, like, um, something really fresh and really new that I... I you know, I'm from South Central, so, like, hip-hop and corridos have always been there, right? But I don't think that I've ever ventured off into, like, Spanish, like, underground scenes um, or Mexican underground yeah. scenes, right? Um, in the way that I think you did. And I think you introduced me to, like, this whole new, like, you know, area of, like, music and, and right? And so um, I want to ask you, like, how how'd you can introduce to, like, um, Mexican rap, right, or, or those underground scenes? Yeah, so 
Well, my oldest brothers, I have two older brothers who are very into like alternative rock and Spanish. Okay. So it was because of them, because they the only rap group they would listen to was Control Machete. Okay. So I started listening to Control Machete when like seven. They're eight, from Monterrey. And yeah, then no, from there, um, yeah, they're from okay. Monterrey. Yeah. They're from the Avanzada Regia where all the groups came out of Monterrey. Okay. So yeah, I started listening to them and then I went to Michoacan wow. one time. And I started kicking with my cousin, and since they have a carniceria, we were going to get the ba the baja for the vacas, and he put on a song by Cartel de las Calles. It was something about taking care of the barrio, and I was like, bro, this is what's okay. up, bro. It's the música de chos, it's what's Simon. up. So after that, I came back, and I started looking into more music, and that's when I found Cartel de Santa. And then, también, like, around that time, I started going to see Cholos and TJ, and then, Cartel de Santa says they sing the anthem. They okay. were there, and I was like, oh, shit, this was up, seeing them okay. live. So that's when I just got introduced into it, and I just started listening to my own stuff. And then from there, I found groups like, not groups, artists like Simpson Huevo, okay. Charles, and then that's when I started just finding new stuff. Simon, y es que creo que, I mean, although it's like, you know, rap is heavily influenced by like black hip-hop and stuff, yeah. uh, black hip-hop culture, creo que el rap mexicano has a different venture. In a, in a different yeah. like lens, I think. Um, I do see similarities, but I also find it very distinct, right? And in, in the way that yeah, um, that they rap and and sort of like, yeah. and I think for me, um, one of the the person that I follow and listen to the most is Chad Sanz, right? And I think for both yeah, of us, like, I think that was one of the biggest things that we bonded over, right? Like Sabino, Sabino initiated our like sort of relationship, but I think like over the the years, it's been like Chad Sanz. Yeah, yeah Hunt, it's bro. been like if it's a heartbreak, like we're bonding over a heartbreak, but like Charlie yeah. Sanz is like in the May. Like all these times, right, that we've like sort of had to like get over yeah. like situations. Um and that's sort of been like the common denominator, right? In between us. Yeah. Um and so because I also know that um you you you're also really into like Spanish or sorry, Mexican um underground like rock scene right and so yeah do you see any similarities or is there like um just in the way that like the both cultures sort of like interact like between spanish rock and like the indie Simon, and, like, movement it is yeah bro it was like todo empieza solo bro it's like todos empiezan de la nada y suben y suben y se empiezan a ser conocidos bro Simon. like with charles i found him more because of like the groups I was listening to from Mosillo, like Simpson Abuelo okay, and Senor Kino. So, and then that's how I found Charles and then bro, it was from there, bro. But like the similarities are like, they, todos like, te cuentan algo con lo que te puedes relacionar. Sí, like Charles and Simpson, like Manos de Anillo by Simpson got me into it, got me super hooked into hip hop and then listening to Charles, it was like, just talking about the heartbreak is like, I don't, I'm not too sure. I'm not really into like English hip hop, mm -hmm. but I've never really heard of that. It's more about like, the hood Simon, Simon. Like, and I, like even though i grew up in compton bro i'm not really like i'm not that hood right. because i was always fucking in my right. house bro chilling Simon. so it's like i can connect more to hip-hop in spanish just because i did grow up in the streets in tj like yeah. that's where the streets that i was growing up in was tj okay so just hearing stuff in spanish and the slang that i know that's where i really connected with okay Simon. See, porque... Y también me acuerdo que en Guayabón te conocí. It was a lot of like, hey, let's kick it this weekend. La, voy a escoger a Tijuana. Hey, like, la, voy a escoger a Tijuana. And I think that there's also an interesting sort of like lens, right? Because I, well, while being from Compton, 
um, you mentioned, right? Like you weren't really exposed to like their yeah. life in, in that sense, right? So I think that el rap mexicano tiene esa, esa como puede ser versátil, ¿no? Que igual yeah. puede hablar de desamor, de morras, de, de partying, de lo que quieras. Um, and then you yeah. also have like the, the gangster, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Perdón de Santa, Darius. Darius, yeah. I think even some Sojera MX, right? Um, yeah, know? like, look at Darius. Like, he's a cholote and everything, but he still has his love songs, like Serenata Rap. Mm -hmm. It's like when that song came out, knowing him from Cartel de Santa, I didn't expect that. Right. So just like the versatility of all of this mm -hmm. in Spanish is, that's what I like about it. It's just, you never know what you're going to get. Just like the new uh, Pera song with Codiciado, mm -hmm. bro. Like, you never know what they're going to talk about, mm -hmm. bro. But everything they talk about, you can always connect to it somehow. And it's just deep, bro. Yeah, and I think that that's what I really want to get to. So I'm really glad that you mentioned that that song. Um, so for folks who like may not know, Grupo Codiciado um, is a Norteño grupo, and and and, and like I put it in, in quotations because like they're also very new, very fresh, very um, different, right? It, it it feels it's Norteño, it's música Norteña, pero with like a with a limp, right? Almost because, like, you know, like from from the streets, from from the head. And so, um, we did a song with with Jeremyakis. Um, they actually have two songs now, but but this song that just dropped today uh, speaks specifically like on what it is to to cross um, the U.S. Mexico border, right? And and sort of like those dreams and aspirations that that sort of come with it. Um, and so, you know, with that being said, I think for me. Um, so like I'm a my favorite grupo norteño and it's always been um, grupo Coriciado. I mean, from like 2016 and on has been grupo Coriciado, and I think forever I've been going so hard for them. And so I think for me, like seeing you know Spanish or sorry, did I go get the Spanish Mexican rappers, right? Um, and like regional singers, right? Like come together and 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 make that happen. Um, also feels very organic, right? Because like I think. Um, Jera, you know, being from Sonis Potosí, right? Yeah. Um, you know, he's, you know, arguably, like, I think one of the hardest lyricists, like, that the Mexican rap has. And so I think that um, having him on this track with Coliseado, um it's just a really amazing gift that I think that, that we're getting um, as of now. Um, and so I, I know that, that you, before we get into that more, I know that you... Um, did a, a semester in, in Querétaro. Right? Yeah, bro. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because I remember, I know when you were out there um, and I was back home and I feel like almost every week you were doing something crazy and you were at some yeah, show. Bro. You were seeing like some artists that like we both really enjoy, right? And I think that for me, like because I haven't been like to Mexico, um, you know, in, in so long. Well, not so long, but I haven't been going um, like that. Like I have, haven't, seen Charles Sanz still, haven't seen Kenai Mehi, so um, you want to talk a little bit about your experience, like studying abroad? It wasn't really abroad, right? It was more, it was mostly going back home. <laughs> yeah, it was going back home, bro. That's what I enjoyed about it. It was just me back home. And yeah, it was like, lo que más me gustó fue que estaba con mi gente, bro. It was like something that I had never done, like live there for mm -hmm. a good time and like have something to do that's like an occupation, not just be there for vacation. Like when I would spend my time in TJS because it was summer vacation, but this time mm -hmm. I was actually living there, going to school. But I went to take them with the Ray, bro. It's a private school, so it was different. Okay. Like, homies from school, I had very few, bro. Like, it wasn't until I met my 
homie from outside the campus that I still keep it cool with him. Okay. David, that, that's when I started going out more and like seeing stuff because él sabía, él es el que me llevaba a todas comer a los lugares que están más chilos. So it's like, ese pedo me abrió más todo porque cuando llegué no conocía a nadie y conocerlo a él me ayudó mucho. Bro, my bad. Good. <laughs> uh, sí, pero the, mo the thing I liked the most was uh, just being there. Like, you know, I like soccer a lot, bro. So going yeah. to the Gallos games, bro, it was like, damn, this is what's wow. up. I even got numbers from some of the people from the Barra. And I contacted them just to be there. Like, I'm not a Gallos fan, but, like, I'll support them because I'm there. Simón, Simón. It was that. And then being so close to Mexico City. El otro pedo, bro. Just hey, everything. Hey. Everything was new to me. So it's just, it was a lot. But I got to experience as much as I could. It's hard to explain, bro. Simón, no, sí. Y creo que... Bueno, porque yo... Pues siempre me, me metí en Instagram y tus historias. Y creo que... A la vez también como que yo pude estar ahí y, y fue como un enriquecimiento cultural, ¿no? M más, que, más que un study abroad o que un, una estancia, sí, ¿no? Fue, fue más como, o sea, y en vídeo que, que yo no pude haber hecho eso porque igual a veces siento que, pues no sé, ya ves que pues uno como pocho a veces, no sé, el español nos falta o me falta, a veces siento que que no me puedo desenvolver, ¿no? Como en español, como, como en México, ¿no? Como mexicano, pero pues sí, igual, creo que... No, pues me imagino que fue una experiencia muy bonita, ¿no? Que el estar ahí estudiando, el estar en Querétaro, el estar viajando a... Creo que fuiste a la Ciudad de México, fuiste a, a Oaxaca. México, Oaxaca, Chiapas. Sí, o sea... San Luis Potosí, muchos lugares que nunca pensé conocer, güey. Fui a Gilitla y como, ¿qué pedo? Que nunca me vi estando ahí, güey. Pero cuando estaba ahí dije... No mames, qué lugares tan vergas, me estaba perdiendo todo este tiempo, güey. Sí, y así sí, es que él, él, a lo que iba a irnos, que igual, no sé, tenemos un concepto de México que es, que está un poco culero, que es X, pero... Nada que ver, güey. Simón, Simón, y creo que, bueno, pues igual, ya, yeah, esa, and, and I remember I told you, I was like, hey, like, I, I want to pull up, yeah. you know, pero ya luego se atravesó la pinche pandemia y valió madre. Yeah, yeah el vive latino, güey, ¿no? Simón, que Simón. se canceló. Eh, you, you have bought tickets already, right? I bought tickets, no me regresaron el dinero, pero pues ya ni pedo. Y una, una tiradita acá al Vive Latino. Sí, ya tengo los boletos para, por si alguien los quiere. We'll, we'll, we'll post the screenshots. Post the screenshots. <laughs> nah, but yeah, but, and I think, right, like, because we were sort of like, or, or you know, I was in that, like, also, like, space of, like, Mexican rap and, like, you know, following the, these artists who, like, are really famous in, in Mexico. Um, I was como caca, like, I'll put in for the homies, and then it's be like, bro, like, what is this, right? Yeah, and, and that's, how, that, that's how it yeah. is, bro. And, and so I think that, because um, you got to see Charles. Yeah, I got to and, see Charles, bro. And, yeah. and, like, in Hera, right? It was... Not Hera, bro. I, was, I wasn't able to stay, bro. I, I, it's a long story, right, bro. You had a project. Yeah, yeah. Me la estaban haciendo de pedo. I had to see Charles, bro. I had to see him, so I was like, yeah. right, no me lo pierdo por nada. Yeah. And, and that's what's up, man. And I yeah. think so. Sort of what I also want to get into, right, is um, like this this, this new song, right, that, that just dropped. Um, so give me one give me one quick second. Yeah. So um, we had to uh, have a little pause from that. Uh, 
I think we got like a little high from from that from the bar, right? From from the Lemon bar. Um, but it's the sort of segue right into um the Codicello song that we were mentioning earlier with with Jerame X. Um this is the second song that, that they actually do together. Um the first one was Ailes Ba and um how has a different feeling than, than this next one. Um I think for this one it's a lot more focused on like the experience, right, of, of folks um who who cross uh, the border, right, and and sort of like the aspirations, right, that that's someone who's who's really who's uh, relatively young, um, has, uh, you know, I think for them, for both Hedamekis and Bukovisiado, um, sort of like this idea that they have of the states of like it being a place for opportunity, right, but also like when that when that sort of when that possibility is stripped away from them, like. You know what's the aftermath of all this, um, and just just to give like a little backstory on um, Coliseado, they I saw them here in, in LA and, and in Santa Ana at the observatory maybe like three four times, right? Um, I'm a huge Coliseado fan, like I'm always like Coliseado everything, right? Like if if they sold merch out here, I would buy it. Unfortunately, they only sell merch in TJ, uh, and so it's it's really difficult for for me to get my hands on it, but. Um, so a little backstory on them. So Eric, who's the lead singer of of the grupo, um, has his visa was was taken away from him um, because he had like some trouble while crossing the border. I don't really know the details, and I'm not going to get into that because that's I mean, that's beyond me. But all all that I understand is that like he um, during the process of like you know getting the visas back, and so the whole grupo can't come back to the states for for time being um, after like. You know, being out here, sold out shows, sold out venues, rompiéndola almost every weekend, right? Um, and so I, I do want to play that a little bit of the of the song that I think um, speaks directly to like what's going on with them and sort of like how they're how they understand the border, right? So I think um, I don't know. There's like a lot into sort of that snippet of a song, but I think um, what's really important here that um, that was highlighted um, is like I think for folks like myself, Fred, and, and I think for for Chenta as well, who like we you know 
were born in the States and, and have grown up in the States, right, and, and have family who's, like, from back home, um, it, it's been a, it's difficult to sort of, like, grasp, I think, um, what it is that our, our parents or our families go through. Uh, but I think, like, once you hear it, like, in a song, um, and it's presented, like, in a more youthful way, if you will, like, things are, are more, are better into perspective, right? And so, um, yeah, I just think that it was a really interesting um topic to, to talk about right and in terms of like el regional and, and rap right because i think for regional i can only name like a handful of songs right now that like speak on like everyday struggles in, in, in that sense right? um yeah and for rap right like for, for for mexican rap um it just brought more of this story to the forefront and i'm excited i think for like the, the future right um for those of y'all who don't know like my whole like thing um right now is that i'm in school is like theorizing about corridos and sort of like hip hop and rap um, and sort of like what, you know, what that means it looks like. But yeah, and so I think that it's really interesting, right, to, to be, to, to have both of these sort of um, sub subcultures like come together in that way and, and, and make a, an anthem almost, right, or a song that like speaks on like, you know, crossing the border and, and, and what that entails, right, and, and those dreams, right, that of a lot of our folks, right, um, left, left their, their home, their homes with, right, their, um, you know, as we dive deeper into like Chicano studies, learning sort of like how how fake that is, right? Like the American dream, sort of, so to speak, right? But but all, but also yeah. understanding like our folks come from really fucked up, traumatic like places, right? That like sometimes we we kind of forget, right? And so I think um, that's you know one thing that I wanted to highlight with this episode is like um, the trend, like the how transformative I think music can be, right? And um, how healing music can be because i think uh, I, I mean i'm yet to listen to the song with like my mom but i think that once we get to do that um a lot of stories are gonna are gonna come out right of, of like her migration story and like my family and stuff so yeah and like you know anything that, that you wanted to add to onto that yeah bro it's just something different bro something new that you really don't see music like that talking about experiences like that and i really appreciate it because it's like People that I grew up with in Compton, they all, a lot of people have gone through mm -hmm. that. Like, fucking, their parents are they're separated from their parents from a young age, and it's something right. fucked up. And just to listen to it in music, it helps you see it from the outside, and it helps people who haven't lived right. it see what it's like. Yeah. So I just think it's something nice, and and I'm really hoping that they really keep on doing stuff like yeah. this because I that's yeah. you that way. Yeah, and it also puts it in perspective, I, even for myself, right? Yeah. Like I, I've listened to my mom's story like plenty, plenty of times and numerous occasions, but um, to have this sort of like, you know, speak directly to it has is definitely gonna gonna be a little different. Yeah. Mm.